Welcome back to another season. I am so excited for this series to begin because it is different than any other series I've done so far. I am blessed to be sharing the Word of God with a few wonderful churches in New England this summer, and I've decided to share each message with you. Understand that I have refined each message a little bit to fit the purpose of this podcast, but the meaning is the same. So today we kick off with From Grasping to Prevailing as the start of our summer sermon series. Today we focus on Genesis 32, 22 through 32. That night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven sons, and he crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will not be Jacob any longer, but Israel because you have struggled with God and with humans, and you have overcome. Jacob said, Please, tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask me my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Benile, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. As many of you know, I have a psychology background. I used to love helping my students learn about relationships and how they operate within the relationships. One great exercise is to take a piece of paper and fold it into three parts. On one side, you write what your rights are. On another side, you write your wants and the other lists your needs. The needs and wants are interchangeable. They're individual and they can change over time depending on where you are in life. But the rights are from God. You have God-given rights. The big wrestling match at the end of this section of the story is where we land today. But first, I want to dig a little bit into the background on the relationship between Jacob and his brother Esau. Jacob and Esau were the sons of Isaac and Rebekah. There was conflict even before birth. They had themselves a little bit of sibling rivalry. In Genesis 25-22, Jacob and Esau were wrestling in the womb, and Rebekah asked God, What is going on in there? The response comes from God in verse 23, where he says, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated. When they're born, Esau is born first. But Jacob is not far behind. He is grasping onto the heel of Esau. Jacob's name literally means to take what does not belong to you. We see this first in Genesis twenty-five twenty-nine. It says, Once when Jacob was cooking stew, Esau came in from the field, and he was exhausted. And Esau said to Jacob, Let me eat some of that stew, for I am exhausted. And Jacob said, 
Sell me your birthright now. Esau said, I am about to die. Of what use is a birthright to me? So Jacob replied, Swear to me now. Esau swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Esau gave away his rights for something he needed. Let's say that again. He gave away his rights for something he needed. Have you ever given away your rights because of something you needed? Think of the person who exchanges their right to dignity because they are fulfilling their need for affection. Someone who gives away their right for respect and fair treatment because they have a need to not be alone. I'm not going into that deeply right now. It's a sermon unto itself, but maybe that's the part that somebody needs to hear today. Now, if that wasn't enough, in Genesis 27, 22 through 23, we read, Jacob went close to his father, Isaac, who touched him and said, The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him, for his hands were hairy like those of his brother Esau, so he blessed him. The birthright, which is about position and leadership, and the blessing, which is about inheritance, now belong to Jacob. He took them. He used Esau in his most vulnerable moment, where his need seemed more urgent than his rights, and he tricked his father and stole Esau's blessing. Maybe you recognized the Jacob in you. As I began to discuss the story, undermining someone at work, presenting them as someone who is incompetent to make yourself better so you get the promotion, flirting a little extra with someone who is not available to you now or ever, hiding your flaws, addictions, secrets, weaknesses, and struggles from everyone the moment you walk into the church doors to gain the approval and acceptance you have been longing for. You see, sometimes when there are rights that we didn't have earlier in life, like love, healthy affection, a home free from abuse, loneliness, or isolation, we do things to try to get those rights back. So let's go deeper here. What do people do to have those rights met that they feel that they did not have met earlier in life? People join gangs, religious cults. They have extramarital affairs. They enter into wrong relationships. They sell their body to get their rights fulfilled or those needs met. But what are some of the effects of getting what we need and want by grasping and wrestling with other people? In Genesis 31, 31, it says, I rushed away because I was afraid. In Genesis 32, 7, Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. Anxiety, fear, depression, suicide ideation, separateness, secrets, physical and emotional pain. These are the outcomes. We live in a world that wants to hide all of the sickness, but it is everywhere. 
Now fast forward and Jacob is about to go back to his homeland. The irony is he had to wait for his inheritance for years because he spent years fleeing his brother who he stole the inheritance from. He had to wait for his blessing that he stole that wasn't given to him from God. Now he's getting ready to go home. And I'm not going to talk about all the things that happened in between and and all those years that he was gone because I want you to be hungry for more. And I want you to go and I want you to read the story for yourself and place yourself in Jacob's position. But he's getting ready to go home and he knows he needs to reconcile with Esau. So he sends his wives, children, belongings, his donkeys ahead of him first. Let's test the waters. Let's see what happens here. In Genesis 32, 24, it says, So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. Jacob had no idea that by getting alone, God was going to take that moment and intervene. When do you take time to get alone? Purposefully, intentionally, giving God the room to move. In verse 25, it says, When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. The limp on Jacob's step, the thorn in the side of Paul noted in Corinthians, these are a gift, a blessing. The limps and thorns are what keep us close to our Heavenly Father. Those are a sign of God's grace. God allows Jacob to wrestle and even think he is winning because God knew that the wrestle was necessary for Jacob to receive the blessing that was meant for him. This moment is so powerful that God changes Jacob's name to Israel, which means wrestles with God. Jacob spent his life grasping and wrestling with man, with man. He desperately sought to use whatever means he needed in order to get what he wanted, have his needs fulfilled and take the rights that were not given to him, that were not God-given. He was trying to take them for himself. He spent his life grasping and he only prevailed when he worked it out with God instead. Are you angry about something? Sad? Depressed? Are you anxious or fearful? And how do you navigate that? I invite you to get alone with God. He wants you to wrestle with Him. Bring your full self honestly before Him so that he can remove your grasp from earthly things and people and move you towards the purpose he has for you. Let him take you from grasping to prevailing in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, take us from grasping to prevailing as we learn to let go of the things we believe we are striving for ourselves and give them to you instead. Show us the limp in our step or the thorn in our side, whatever it takes to keep us close to you today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me. I will be back next week 
with the strength of calloused hands. God bless.